Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is of course the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Margaret Ferguson. We express our sincere condolences to our family who are present here, uh, to Debbie and David and Brian and Kenneth and Jacqueline, Kathleen and James and Christine and William and Jordan and Eli, Alicia Sky, all the great grandchildren, and of course, all family members. Welcome to Margaret's uh, friends who are here with us today, uh, friends and neighbours, and also family friends who have joined us for the Mass. All of us are deeply saddened at the death of Margaret. She was a remarkable woman in many ways strong, open, friendly, supportive, and very generous. And she was full of fun, of course, too and could often see humour in the worst of situations. Today we are so thankful for her life and all that she's meant to so many people. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and the splendour of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth and the life. Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the reading.
a reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the, of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They are leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment, as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will be their, their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will, will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do faith by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. Please stand. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may always see the glory you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Father, righteous one, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. I have made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that the love with which you love me may be in them and so that I may be in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down. As I mentioned yesterday evening, uh, for everyone, uh, Margaret's death has come uh, as a great shock. She was admitted uh, into hospital, and it soon became clear that the doctors would not be able to save her life. Each day she became weaker, and before long it was clear that her life would be counted in days and maybe even hours. The family gave her great consolation, support and love. She was always afraid of dying, but she had great peace in those days and hours. Her passing from this life has been a great shock to the family. They loved her greatly and are absolutely heartbroken. She was a great presence in all of their lives, and she meant the world to them. All her sacrifices on their behalf, all her love, has meant everything to them. 
It's very hard for them to think of their life now without her. There is a hole that cannot uh, be filled. There is a hole that cannot be fixed. Days to come certainly will seem very empty without her voice, without her funny observations on life, and without her smile. St. Paul speaks of the end of our life as being like a tent that is rolled up. The work of life is over. Everything is rolled up and packed away. But St. Paul says, too, that there is another house that we have, uh, not here on the earth, but the one on earth swapped for a house in the heavens. We are sad that this thought of Margaret's life uh, rolled up, folded, packed away. The work of life uh, ended, if you like. But we are also consoled today by that bright sunshine of another life that is beyond. And we think that in God's mercy and love, there is this other life for us all. And for her, now, she will be reunited with those that she's loved and missed so much. The work of our life is over. The years granted to her have run their course. But she leaves behind a rich legacy of good things, great memories of life and love, great memories of care and fun, and great laughter too. As you will know yourself, she lived all her life here in Canvas Lang. She belonged to a very loving family. Her parents, Peggy and Andrew McCafferty, her siblings, Kathleen, Tommy, James, Anne, and Christine. Life revolved around their home, the 110 Caledonia Circuit, which became the Elm Drive. As a young woman, she loved uh, dancing and would venture into the Barrowlands and to the Hall. In her life, uh, she was with Robert Ferguson and George Clark. She had five children, Debbie and David and Andrew and Brian and Kenneth. She was later to have five grandchildren and lots of great-grandchildren too. For most of her life, of course, she lived in the Caledonian circuit and knew everyone, and everyone knew her. She knew everything about everything, and she had a great knowledge of all the people who lived there in that place. Knew all the families, knew all the individuals, and she would tell you the most incredible stories that would make your hair stand in end. And she would make you laugh. Things that happened to others, things that happened to herself. They were, I have to tell you, usually told with a swear word or two. And she tried her best not to say these when I was about. But I have to tell you, they slipped out. Her house was an open house to family and friends. She would cook for everyone and everyone would be welcome in that house. As mentioned uh, yesterday evening, she didn't have really an easy life at times, but she had an incredible way of seeing the funny things and the funny side of life. She could laugh and smile all through her troubles. One of the greatest crosses, of course, was losing Andrew. It was something that she never got over and could never get over. She missed him greatly over these years. And it was very painful for her to see him so ill and then eventually to see him pass away. She was broken-hearted, as all of you know. There were other things too, but she was strong in life. 
The family has meant everything to her. She's a good mother, feeding and providing for the family. She didn't often she often didn't have much, but she made do with what she had. It was a home in which there was the rough and tumble of life, but there was great love for everyone that came to that home. In many ways, Margaret Ferguson was a remarkable person. She was an exceptional person in the circuit, watching out for others and being a real help to people too, caring for the community that she belonged to. She was wise and perceptive about people. She helped people who were in need, giving from the little that she had. And her home became a home for many people, especially those who were wounded and in need. She was herself, as you all know, a most likeable person, with all of those funny stories that would make you laugh and her funny observations in life and her funny insights into human foibles. She had, of course, her faults. She was exceptionally quick-tempered, In those moments, everyone ran for cover. There were stories of clocks being thrown at people. Beware, Mags is about. There are people, aren't there, who stand out in life. And Margaret will always be one of those kind of people for all of us. She had great qualities. Kind, loyal, strong, generous, wise, very caring and her life as you see today has touched many lives we are indeed here to grieve her loss but I would like to suggest we're here to marvel at the ways in which she touched so many lives there are people who stand out from the crowd aren't there from the rest of us and Margaret's one of these people At the crematorium, you'll hear some lovely words from some of the grandchildren who are here today in appreciation of Margaret's life. God sees all that's done. God has seen all that Margaret has done. He knows all about her generosity and kindness of heart. He knows the tears that she shed. He knows the joy and support that she brought to so many. He will not be slow to reward her. May Margaret know peace at the end of her journey. May she be blessed for all her kindnesses. May she rest in peace and be reunited with all of those that she's loved. I invite you to join in the offertory of today's Mass. Oh, um.
that you please to stand. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended, and when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in the heavens. And so with the angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in heaven. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in heaven. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Margaret, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your Son and the death like his may also be one within his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life. And we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And in the church, uh, just before communion, we're invited to offer each other a sign of peace and friendship, so just to your neighbour round about you to offer a sign of peace and friendship today. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. receive communion, maybe you'd like to receive a blessing, then just to put your hand on your breast and I'll give you a blessing and come forward. If you don't want to receive communion or a blessing, then just to remain seated where you are.
very pleased to stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant us strengthened by it. Our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Just at the end of my last to wish to thank you uh, very much for your presence here uh, today, which will be a great consolation uh, to the family to see uh, so many people here today, uh, uh, people who have joy from the past and uh, friends and neighbours and uh, especially Margaret will be delighted to have so many people up here. Thanks. And may your light shine on. 